Welcome back to the Juggling Acts Daily, a podcast to help working parents doing the juggle. I'm Mel Wilson, editor of Kids Bottom Mum, to two small people who have somehow developed a really bad case of potty mouth. And I have no fucking idea where it has come from. Speaking of your mouth, how's that for a segue? I honestly don't feel like I have putting, been putting that much more food in my mouth since isolation started. And I really feel like I've been exercising more. I've started going for a run a couple of days a week. I've been doing those workouts online. But somehow those damn nasty COVID kilos have crept right up on me, specifically right up to my bum. But I have no idea what to do about it. I have no idea where I'm going wrong. So I put in a desperate call to nutritionist, exercise scientist, and mum of two, Brooke Turner, to find out what I can do. Wowee. 2020, what a year it has been so far. By now, all of us have been impacted in one way or another by COVID-19. Um, and we either sit in two camps. The first one might have been that you have been one of those people who have been doing those you know, online workouts running by our favourite trainers. Or you might be in the other camp where you've been enjoying a little bit too much Netflix and chill, snacking, a couple of wines a night um, and some missed exercise sessions. So... Some of you may now be starting to notice that you've put on some COVID kilos or you're feeling a bit lethargic or sluggish and just don't really have the motivation or drive to exercise and you are not alone. So many of my clients right now are feeling this same way as well, but I'm here to talk to you guys today about some really simple things that you can do to get moving again. Um, but if we're, if we're feeling like we've put on a little bit of weight, like we're feeling heavier, sluggish, it hasn't happened from one bad meal. It hasn't happened from missing one exercise session. It's a cumulative effect of those daily choices we've made throughout self-isolation and beyond that have got us here today. So we really need to break that cycle um, and start putting some positive steps in place to to turn it around, to get back on track and feeling more like ourselves. So it's a no-brainer really. We need to move more and watch what we're putting in our mouth. So when it comes to movement, it's time to start planning your week. How often do we plan our appointments, our meetings, our beauty you know, our beauty appointments, those kinds of things. We need to start prioritizing movement. So we need to treat it like a meeting or an appointment. At the start of each week, sit down with your partner, work out what your kids have on, any extracurricular activities that you've got, your own work um, roster, what's happening in your space. When is it going to happen? Where is it going to happen? And, and what is it going to be? Actually setting aside some time to plan into your schedule, it sounds simple, but it's a really effective strategy if you put it into play. And next, we want to set small achievable movement sessions because if you've been doing nothing and you go out and try and run 10Ks every single day for the next week, you're going to injure yourself, you're going to overtrain, it's not going to be enjoyable and you're going to give up a lot quicker and you're going to end up back at square one. So consistency at this stage is so much better than perfection. So it's about setting those small realistic movement sessions that you can do daily to build that momentum and that motivation and that drive to exercise again. And this is where my 14-day fitness challenge was born, which is 10 to 20-minute home workouts every single day for 14 days to help create that healthy longer-term habit with these small achievable and fun at-home workouts, which you guys get a discount code for. So stay tuned for that at the end of the um, chat. So just get started. That's the hardest part. You've got to start somewhere, no matter how cold and wet and rainy it is outside, no matter how much you don't want to do it, find a friend, a family member, get them on board as well, um, and just get moving. 
Now, when it comes to nutrition, there's no quick fix when it comes to nutrition. It comes down to food behaviors and long-term habits. So I wish that there was you know, this secret ingredient to, to losing weight, but there isn't. It's simply, and I've been there, guys, before, just because you're a nutritionist and a trainer doesn't mean that you do all of the right things that you should do in terms of your health and fitness and, and weight loss goals. So my number one tip is to not buy that food to begin with. So if you know that you don't have great self-control, like if you buy a block of chocolate and you know that you can't have one square, you'll have the whole block in one to two sittings, you need to not buy it to begin with. It's not going to help your weight loss or your health goals. But then if you do buy it, because let's face it, we are human, it's going to happen. If you do buy it and you know you don't have that self-control, the big one is if in doubt, throw it out. So yeah, we need to stay on track with trying to regain our health, our fitness, uh, a happy weight if that's what your goal is. So if in doubt, throw it out. We also need to make small but consistent changes. So I know it can be really tempting when you feel a bit heavier um, that you you know, you, you want a quick fix. So you, you might want to cut out a complete food group, go on a detox, start a juice diet, say no to carbs, no to sugar, whatever it may be. But that's only going to set you up for poor eating behaviors and likely lead to feelings of failure and guilt, which we don't want and which we also do not need. Um, so instead, looking at what small changes can you make. So can you instead of reaching for lollies or chocolate, can you instead substitute that for a piece of whole fruit? Or can you make a nutrient-dense soup over that calorie-dense lasagna? So try not to get upset over a bad day of eating because it is a lifestyle and I'm a huge believer in everything in moderation. But lastly, I want you to think about the importance of sleep. Now, the effect on, of this on everything else is so underrated. So it impacts our mental health. It impacts our energy and drive to exercise. It, it impacts our food choices. So I want you to think about probably all of you would set an alarm clock to wake up in the morning unless your kids beat you to it. Mine often do that. But try to, for the next week, set an alarm clock to go to bed at the same time every night of a weekday. And this in turn, it's not, it might not improve the quality of your sleep, but it's going to really promote the quantity of your sleep. And if you can get between seven to nine hours of sleep a night, regularly we're going to improve our hormones, we're going to decrease our stress, we're going to increase our energy and therefore the likelihood to exercise. And all of this is going to really positively impact our weight loss goals. Oh, I am really not sure about throwing out chocolate. That's just cruel. Not buying in the first place is probably a much better approach given my complete lack of self-control. Thank you so much, Brooke. Brooke Turner is a qualified nutritionist, exercise scientist, and mum of two. She's also the founder of Balance Fitness and Nutrition, which specializes in helping people strive for a balanced approach to healthy, active living. And Brooke has also kindly set up a special discount for Juggling Act listeners to help get moving and shift those COVID kilos with me. You can get 15% off her 14-day fitness challenge and you can start anytime, anywhere. Simply use the code STRIVE at her checkout. The website is balancefitnessandnutrition.com.au backslash shop. That is all for me. Make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, pop on by our Facebook group. It's called Working Mums Australia. Stay safe, jugglers. Stay home if you are in Victoria, please, and enjoy the day.
I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.